from the brilliant minds of Hipster at Home, you're listening to We Should Start a Band, a podcast about the trials and tribulations of being suitably hipster. Hello, and welcome to We Should Start a Band, a podcast where we're not experts, just highly opinionated. I'm Heritage Avocado Toast, and I'm joined by... Cold Brew Kombucha. And Retro Denim Jacket. Today, we'll be breaking the ice with some Q&A about the hipsters. But first, we have a very important follow-up from last episode. The all-important Which Hipster Cat Are You results are in. Woohoo! So we've totaled up the results so far, and the winner by two is Arthur, followed by Santino, then Algernon, then Coco. So it appears that most people out there are a hipster of some sort, but we still love you, Coco. (laughs) (laughs) poor coco the fluffy princess (laughs) (laughs) and just so you know obviously the quiz will be staying up we just figured people would want to know how it was going but anytime you feel the urge to to see what kind of hipster cat you are or if perhaps you feel like your personality's changed or you have multiple (laughs) feel free to take it again it's a thursday i'm obviously someone completely different (laughs) isn't everyone (laughs) That, that's all for the follow-ups, though, because we're, as I think we've established, pretty bad at follow-ups. Mm. <laughs> if there is something that we have not followed up on that you are extremely interested in, please DM us. <laughs> yeah, but um, we will figure out how to crochet in the shower. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wheels are turning. Priorities. <laughs> I don't think the wet yarn or whatever is going to go so well but some people suggest like putting yarn like dampening yarn for your mouth like with your mouth i've heard that for knitting before so i feel like crocheting in the bath can't be that much further from it at risk of being really gross how wet is your mouth (laughs) not that wet (laughs) i am not a labrador (laughs) or a newfoundland I mean, I think it's very different, just, you know, mildly moistening with your mouth versus it being drenched with a, you know, perpetual waterfall from the shower. You're really chuffed that you got moist in there, aren't you? And mildly. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've managed to bring moist into almost every single episode thus far. I think we have. We probably lose listeners over that. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely do. Is it bad for the metrics? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't actually run the, uh, the metrics on, you know... Listener numbers and when we use the word moist. (laughs) It's pretty simple. It's just every episode. (laughs) Anyway, back at the ranch. Yeah. Heritage Avocado Toast was about to question us. I was. (laughs) So these questions a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So today we realized we, I think you've all gotten to know us a fair bit over the course of the podcast, but we haven't actually done like a traditional get to know us kind of event. So today uh, I've got some questions lined up that we're all going to answer and they've been kept secret from uh, both Cold Brew Kombucha and Retro Denim Jacket and I haven't looked at them in some time. So we'll all be kind of shooting from the hip. You're going to be getting our raw responses. Nothing, nothing catered or rehearsed. So instead of starting with any kind of standard or softball type questions, we're going to start with a bit of a wonky one. So let's start with cold brew kombucha. You go first. Uh The question is, if you were the captain of a pirate ship, what would you name your ship? Oh, I don't. Oh, no. I think I have something. (laughs) I know what I'd name my frat house, but... (laughs) 
What would you name your frat house then? Yeah. I ate a pie. Oh, right. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he's like, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> Where the heck is the stupid highlight on Google? I'm sorry. Google, if you're going to rip off Microsoft Word, Excel, etc., just make the menus the same and put everything in the same spot. This is infuriating. It, it is in the same spot. No, it's not. Oh, I will fight you on that. They're this. even called differently. <laughs> First contention of the day. Google <laughs> versus Microsoft. I'm pretty sure it's in the same spot. Hipster at home taking on big tech. <laughs> Anyways, you are delaying. I, I know, I just, because I can't think of one. Oh, I'm usually pretty good at thinking of terrible names for things as well. You are. <laughs> well, Richard Denim Jacket, you said you had one while yeah. she's uh, squirming under the under the rudder. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think I'm calling mine the Dirty Wench. Nice. <laughs> All right. This is the thing. So I don't want to use my pub name either for my ship, because that's for my pub. <laughs> Can't put that out into the ether. Someone will steal it. Uh, also can't put it out because there's a reason that there's no pub named it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I would be the breezy bastard. I like that. What about you, Heritage Avocado Toast? Well, I'm going to go with uh, No Harbor for Scallywags. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can't be on the ship then? I'm a good pirate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> yeah, Robin Hood was just misunderstood. I love that he's painted as such a like fantastic character, and you're know, like he he's kind of was just a thief. He just had a really yeah. good marketing team. Yeah. To recap, so we've got the dirty wench. Did you say the the breezy? Bastard? Yeah. Not the boozy. Bastard? Nah, I like breezy. The breezy. Bastard. And no harbor for Scallywags. Yeah, may the wind be always at our illegitimate back. Right. <laughs> You don't you don't get a title and a slogan. You get either one or the other. I always get a slogan. <laughs> she does always get have a here. slogan. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let, let's steer clear of the standard icebreaker questions for a little while longer, and we'll go with. I'll just throw it out. Whoever whoever has one first can just mm. shout it out. Um, no point. Question is: <laughs> What is your favorite magical or mythological creature? Dryads. Boring. Eat me. <laughs> I'm going to go with the griffin. Oh, I'm just, a... I just would be curious about how that walks how on that land. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of things that live in trees are trees that live in trees. Think of the personality issues they must have. Yeah, this is true. I bet you a griffin would taste delicious. Would you cook it like, like a steak or <laughs> would you roast it like a chicken or? I assume it'd be like a cockatrice. Yeah, that's complicated, It'd be a, though. A cock and trees for real. <laughs> no need for <laughs> no need for uh, chef ingenuity here. <laughs> I'm just imagining them being very large. I don't know why, but I just imagine them being quite large. Yeah. Here's the thing. I feel like I mean I guess it's a mythical creature, but it is two animals of quite differing sizes. Mm-hmm. It's like when you breed a dachshund and a Great Dane. You're just like, I don't know what it's going to turn out like. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Heritage Avocado Toast? I'm struggling. It's definitely not the Gruffalo, though. Yuck. I should have given these thoughts since I had the list, but I forgot about them. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to have to answer with mermaids or merfolk of any kind. I kind of like the underwater society angle. Mm. I have always liked kelpies as well. Uh, sirens. Mm. I appreciate a woman that can lure a man to his death. <laughs> well, I guess you could do it once. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to the greatest Muppet movie ever, The Great Muppet Caper. He was singing songs from The Great Muppet Caper the other day. <laughs> I mean, that's a good question. What's what's the best Muppet movie ever, and why is it The Great Muppet Caper? <laughs> it 
it's been so long since I've seen The Great Muppet Caper that I couldn't weigh in on that. What? Well, I think you need to rewatch it then. Yeah. I guess I know what I'm doing with my weekend. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody's booked our schedule with so many things the next few weekends. I can't catch my breath. Can't even sit down to just enjoy my eggs on the, on a Saturday morning until like November. We can have eggs on a Saturday morning. It's just that we have a barbecue Saturday no, afternoon. No, because we got parties and, and p- weddings and barbecues and okay. another wedding. So maybe what you need to do is discuss with our friends why it is they keep having birthdays and weddings. It's getting out of hand. <laughs> Guys, just chill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for our third question, we'll go with, do you have any strange or somewhat irrational fear? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I'm, I'm a little scared that I'll suddenly wake up and have a massive garden that I'll have to take care of because I hate yard work. We've already discussed <laughs> your strange irrational fears. You've got quite a few. I mean, we had a whole therapy session on my issue with <laughs> baby's breath, lace, and mason jars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gardening is, yeah. That's supposed to be a hobby. I guess I just think of gardening as a chore. I think it's a chore. But presumably people who have gardens did it on purpose. (laughs) For me, it would be like, dear God, I have a garden. How did this happen? I want to burn it. (laughs) Surprise garden. (laughs) Ambush garden. (laughs) I just can't stand gardening. I just want to burn it down. I know that might be bad for the environment. Yeah, dude, timing. What? Don't want to have yourself a um, gender reveal party. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's true. You can't burn your garden down if you don't have one. I don't understand gender reveal parties just as a concept, but the fact that they seem to be starting a significant number of wildfires, I feel like they should just be canceled. Yeah. Or resulting in people's death. Uh-huh. Like the pipe bomb one. That What the hell? Yeah. We're bringing new life in. Out with the old, in with the new. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. One of my colleagues did point out today, though, that gender reveal parties really are quite an outdated thing because it's still instilling that whole concept of gender. Mm-hmm. And then we were discussing, does that mean that you shoot off all the colors? Let's have a rainbow cake cut into it. Yeah. They will be who they want to be. And it's rainbow inside. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd attend that party just for the rainbow cake. <gasps> oh, with um the cake that like when you cut into it and then like the M&Ms fall out. Mm-hmm. That would be the best gender reveal party ever. I'd go to that one. Mainly cuz I just like the cakes with the M&Ms inside. I feel like you'd have to put that in the invite. Oh, you're also having a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a baby when you can have a cake full of M&Ms? <laughs> uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm old fashioned. I don't have children, but whatever happened to the the kind of wonder of and surprise on the day of not knowing whether you're going to have a boy or a girl. Pacing in the waiting room, puffing a cigar. There's very few true surprises in life anymore. That can be one of them. It's just everybody from the, 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 the people that take the ultrasounds to the people who do the blood work to pressure from friends, family, social media. You have to know what it is in advance. I don't know. I, I don't think I'd want to. I'd want that surprise. The argument I've always heard is, oh, well, because you have to prepare. It's like, what do you have to prepare? It's a baby. You stick them in a blanket. Honestly, they don't care. Like, about knowing versus not knowing, I kind of, I'm like now thinking of it as a, an equivalent of, would you like to know when you die? Do you- <laughs> I think that's very different. Are you comparing having a baby to the end of your life? That's very different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Some of us have some very interesting priorities. Um. So a lot of people are like would like to know when their death is so that they can plan. And a lot of people just want to be surprised. I mean, as of right now, you are surprised regardless. <laughs> but like, if you could know, would you want to? 
But you still know you're going to have a baby. I guess that would be my fear. You know you're going to die. No one lives forever. (laughs) No, exactly. But that's the thing. It's the the knowing your gender, the gender of the baby. It's still like knowing you're going to have the baby at around its due date is more like knowing when you're going to die. Mm. All right. I guess it's more like knowing how you're going to die. See, I'm more interested in the how than the when. I don't necessarily want to know when but if it's like oh choking okay maybe i'll be extra careful when i chew and maybe i'll be able to delay the inevitable for a while but much like a gender reveal party knowing how you're going to die is it something that can actually be avoided i mean whether it's going to be a boy or a girl or you know they're not going to identify as anything or whatever it's just how the baby is going to come out the, having the reveal party doesn't change anything. So the whole, oh, you can prepare for it, will really be like, I'm going to die by accidentally drowning in the glass of water. Do you think you can actually prepare for that? Or do you think it's just going to happen no matter what you do because fate's decided it? I think you can final destination it for a while, but eventually it'll get you in that scenario. So just you just drink Kool-Aid, not water. Or you only drink Coca-Cola. <laughs> or you don't drink out of glasses, ever. <laughs> Eventually, in theory, see, and that's how it happened. (laughs) The water water reverses up your nose and suffocates you. I just, I find it weird because I've I've heard people say, oh, but you want to prepare and you want to pick a name or whatever, but you're still prepared. It's a baby. It's literally a baby. You buy 10,000 outfits and it's just going to crap in all of them anyway. It doesn't matter what color it is. They mostly mean so they can buy male toys, male clothing, girl toys, girl clothing. That's what they're looking for. Even if you want to put gender norms on your children, you have pretty much at least two years to do that because baby toys are pretty much non-gender specific and it's a baby. I mean, for a good portion of the first year, it doesn't do anything. What they put in their mouths in the first year is very formative as to how manly or feminine they'll turn out. You gotta be careful. They all put boobs in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what was it someone was Some saying? Some truths are universal. <laughs> was it? I think it was... Um, yeah, I don't know. Somehow they turned it into, well, you know, breastfeeding makes your child gay if it's if it's fe- female or whatever. It's like, wait, what? Some weird stuff out there. Don't trust the internet. Anyways, back to the question. <laughs> so st- strange irrational fears. As far as things that scare me as much as heights or anything like that, there's not, I can't think of many, or, or like as much as spiders do. I can't think of many like weird ones. However... I have always been slightly nervous about being chased by an alligator or a crocodile. Those things are fast. Oh, yeah, they can book. And they can, I've seen one do a fence. I think for where you live and are likely to live and interact, I think that's relatively irrational. You're not likely to come across them in the, in your everyday. So I think that counts. <laughs> Unless I'm going to that rescue in the middle of London that's just for alligators in the city. <laughs> I mean, mine could be being chased by ostriches and, and leopards, but they have those near my house in pens. So <laughs> <laughs> potentially I could be run over by an ostrich. I guess I used to think a lot about what if all of the oxygen molecules in the room randomly were to organize themselves into like a corner that I'm not in and I suffocate. Okay. <laughs> It's a very small statistical chance that could happen. I know that there's an explanation for this, and I know it's something <laughs> sciencey. <laughs> you know, when I say this, it means something stupid is about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if we breathe oxygen to live, why are antioxidants so good for us? Okay. <laughs> it was at this moment. <laughs> it's about oxidation, not oxygen. It's a, um, it's a breakdown process. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> hey, we all know I wasn't a science major. Uh, I think that's now apparent. <laughs> I almost failed chemistry. I think that is very apparent. <laughs> very apparent. <laughs> I'm crying. Anyway. And you know when I talk like this, something stupid is about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> well, we were talking the other day about little kid logic where they, they say something. You never would have thought of it in your adult life, but the way we phrase things or define things. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But what was it? It was like, it was a quarter. A quarter is 25, but a quarter of an hour is 15 minutes. Why isn't it 25 minutes? Because they haven't made the jump between base 100 and base 60 for the two. It's like, that makes sense. We use a quarter as a general phrase, meaning a quarter of whatever unit it is. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah except really, that it was said those. by an adult. Well, okay, but the point, <laughs> that's, that's not <laughs> relevant. <laughs> the, the more interesting part of the conversation was kid logic. Oh my god, it drives me absolutely bonkers when someone's like, my my three-year-old said this, and I'm like, no, your, your three-year-old no, is not Shakespeare. But no, it has to do with like neural pathways and preconceived notions that we have, because after a while, the way we learn, we kind of end up having this lane- and so kids are a little bit more creative because they don't have that yet. That's a hipster debut album. <laughs> preconceived notions that <laughs> preconceived we have. Notions. <laughs> or just preconceived notions. That would be good, too. And some of us drive like we're in Massachusetts. Is that one of your irrational fears? That's not an irrational fear. That's a legitimate fear. That's true. They're very aggressive. Yeah, they are. <laughs> All right. So, so far we've covered names of pirate ships, favorite magical mythological creatures, and strange irrational fears. Let's bring it the down a notch for a second here and go with something more traditional. What's one thing that you have on your bucket list? Mine is to make a bucket list because I haven't made one. <laughs> I had one at one point and I cannot for the life of me remember what's on it. The thing with a bucket list is it's just setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah. I have like things I'd like to do or places I'd like to visit, but it's not like be all end all. Like if I don't do this before I die, then my life was a waste. <laughs> yeah. I like to keep my expectations low. Mm -hmm. It it allows for much more wonder and excitement when strange things happen. Oh, is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, but I used to really struggle with this, you know, a couple years ago before we had a freaking pandemic hit and I couldn't figure out what I was doing with my life at all. I had a two year, a five year and a 10 year plan. And what I'm doing now, I never would have called for myself or thought that that was where I was going to be. So yeah, same. I've just kind of put the planning a year in advance thing on hold. It's true. None of us saw this podcast coming. I genuinely, <laughs> if you told me I was going to have a podcast a year ago, even I would have been like, no, <laughs> we're not that hipster. world renowned podcast. We're big in Europe and, and Asia. I wouldn't say big. <laughs> well, <laughs> we have a person. One listeners. <laughs> We'd like to know who you are, listeners, by the way. 
Because <laughs> we yeah, can't. I don't know how to you. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I think on a serious note, probably would be for me to climb something like the O2 uh, in London or the Sydney Bridge, something like that. Because I'm terrified of heights and I don't really have anything else I necessarily want to achieve. So I feel like if I could conquer a fear in some regard, or at least say I did it and then go back to being afraid of heights, that's okay too. But to say I did something like that, probably be good. I want to actually finish learning any of the languages that I ever start. I mean, I know you can never really finish learning a language, but at least get fluent. So I do have a tendency to just start learning languages and then losing interest. Okay. Same. I have a propensity for starting many things and losing interest and not coming back to yeah. them. So the amount of half-finished projects around me is kind of insane. Yeah. Well, and I know we've talked, Retro Dime Jacket, about, you know, certain business plans we have, which would mm-hmm. be good to get around to at some point. Yeah, yeah. But equally, I mean, it's one of those things, I don't know, at the moment, I don't feel like there's anything where if I didn't do it, I wouldn't feel like I'd lived a good life. Now, I don't know if I'll feel that way when we're older, but at the moment, I'm pretty happy. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I think it's hard to foresee that stuff, though. Yeah. So, Retro Dime Jacket, do you have anything for your bucket list? For... My bucket list. I don't. I don't know. It's just like of places I'd like to visit. Like I'd like to go to Japan at some point. Haven't been there. I'd like to visit a bunch of different countries. I'd like to see the Northern Lights at some point. Mm. But at the same time, if I don't see the Northern Lights, it's not the end of the world for me. Yeah, Fair. I think for me, so much of. I mean, I like traveling, but it's more for the mundane bits of travel because so much of the actual touristy type things has been ruined by National Geographic and Discovery. We grew up with all that stuff right there in front of us in schools, cable, satellites, PBS, right there. So, for example, Grand Canyon's a good one. We got there and it's like, yeah, I guess this is big, but I knew it was going to be big when I got there and I'd seen aerial shots and it was still impressive that this thing had developed over time, but I feel like it would have been more impressive if I'd only heard about, oh, the Grand Canyon, it's so big, but I'd seen it. Yeah, I feel that. Also, you know, as someone who's terrified of heights, getting close to the edge was just a lesson in dealing with anxiety. Uh, But (laughs) yeah, no, I feel that. The Grand Canyon, it was amazing. It was big, but also kind of one of those things that I was not on my must-do list. No, I was along for the ride family vacation. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. Same, which is why I saw it. I've never seen it. It's big. It's big. <laughs> it's hot. And, like, the kind of the best way would be to do, like, a helicopter ride or something through it and something kind of ridiculous like that so that you get, like, a very close-up experience of it instead of just standing on the side. But, quite frankly, helicopter rides scare the bejesus out of me, so that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> I got forced into one in Australia, also family vacation, where... Not Uluru, but the other rock formations in the outback. You take a nice, you get some nice views of the mm. plateaus and things. How'd that do with your fear of heights? Not great. I, I don't intend to ever get in a helicopter again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. So, how about if you could eliminate one food so no one would ever be able to eat it again? What would you get rid of? Liver and onions. And your reasoning? So that my parents don't have to make me eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we? I'm gonna go back in time. There's definitely and remove a personal it? reason there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, get a time machine, go back in time and remove it. So that could have not had it at any point during my childhood. Yeah, liver's not great. I'm not a fan. We've talked about that before, but still stands. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> as someone who doesn't like fish, and also knowing that I would take something that's fishy off the <laughs> list and infuriate <laughs> half of our listeners, if not all of them. <laughs> um, 
really want to recuse myself from this question. But that's all right. I know I'm getting some angry responses to liver and onions. <laughs> it just is what it is. <laughs> but like the thing is, I can choose not to eat it. So I mean, okay, if if we are going back in time of things I wish I never had had to eat. Oh god, I'm gonna get so much stuff for this. I think I know what this is gonna be. Uh, I really strongly dislike salmon. <laughs> wow. I don't like it in sashimi form. I don't like it in cooked form. I don't like it in grilled form, poached form. I have never met a piece of salmon I liked. And that is not a challenge <laughs> for anyone I know. <laughs> Do not come for me about this. I'm steadfast. <laughs> I really, I, I hate salmon. I used to as a kid. It's just so fishy. That's pretty much the end of the story. I like <laughs> it's it. so fishy. I like it now. It is a very oily fish, but I wouldn't say it's the fishiest of the fishes. No, but it's one of my favorites. I have heard a lot of people say it's quite fishy to them. It's so fishy. Well, mackerel's like way fishier. And like, I don't know, I don't know. My One of my first thoughts was cilantro, but... Even the soapy taste is better than salmon, though they're used like wow. I feel like salmon and cilantro usually go together as well. So maybe <laughs> there's something there. I know what I'm making you for dinner next time you're here. <sighs> Thanks. Salmon liver and onions. <laughs> <laughs> Garnish with cilantro. <laughs> was that what you thought I was going to say, cold root kombucha? I actually thought you were going to say lobster. Oh. I forgot how much you hate salmon. <laughs> Lobster's not offensive. I'll eat it. It just I just know that you didn't like eating it when we were kids. So Yeah. Yeah. So that's when you said you wanted to go back for when we were kids and that people were gonna get mad at you. I was like, Oh, is she coming for our lobster? But I forgot how much you hate salmon. Yeah. I will eat lobster. It's just that I don't get any enjoyment out of it. So it seems like a waste to eat something so expensive if I don't enjoy it. Which is the same conclusions my parents reached after trying to get me to eat it for years. They were like, oh, wait, a burger's much cheaper. Why are we trying to get her to eat this? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> well, it's like how my brother it used to make him sick. I mean, mm -hmm. that would be an allergy thing, obviously. But before my parents realized that that was what it was, they just thought he didn't like it. And so he would just play with, because he wanted one, so he'd just play with it. Mm -hmm. And then someone else would eat it, and my parents would end up giving him a hot dog. And eventually they're like, well, why are we still giving him a lobster? Just give him a hot dog. <laughs> well, and I have a younger sister who is very into lobster, so my parents were more than happy to give me a burger, have me eat mm -hmm. that, and have me shuck the lobster for my little sister while she bangs her little fists on the table saying, more lobster, more lobster, as a toddler. <laughs> See, she should have learned how to do it herself. She can now. <laughs> Apart from the fact that I just love all shellfish, I don't think there's any I don't like. Part of the fun for me is not just eating it, but it's the cracking it. Or you, you peel the shrimp, or you're going to crack the lobster and the crab, and you're going to do it yourself. I don't like when it just comes, generally speaking, pre-shelled, pre-cracked, and it's just on the plate or mixed into something. It's like, no, 
Well, I can't do that with, with, with a steak. I can't have the whole cow arrive and <laughs> manipulate it into my steak, but I can with a crab. So I want to, I want to have that experience, please. I will say that I do find it extremely satisfying to do. Like I never yeah. begrudged having to do it for my little sister. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like untangling jewelry. It's one of those things that's like very weird. Not everyone enjoys it, but it gives me oh, immense you, satisfaction. You twisted sicko. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought we knew this already. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Untangling jewelry, the debut oh, album by w- Wicked Sicko. <laughs> did you make a band as well? Now I did an album and a band on that one. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll give you mine yeah. now. Cold brew kombucha. There's probably things I complain about that I'm forgetting. But what's <laughs> <laughs> Tread lightly, my friend. But what springs to mind is peas. And I don't mean the fresh snow peas or the ones still in the pod, the ones that are kind of crisp and refreshing when you bite into Sugar snap. Those are okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Those are good. But once they're out of the pod and they're just the little tiny green balls that you get in the frozen bag or in the cans or whatever... No, they, they taste Peas are disgusting. So good. A close second is sweet corn, which we discussed last episode. And don't you dare combine peas and sweet corn together and call it a side dish. Get that away from me. Is it, is it, I don't know, succotash is lima beans. Lima beans is is close on the list as well. I like lima beans. I hate lima beans. I believe when I first met you, you described peas as little balls of yuck. Probably. <laughs> I hate them. I don't like the pop. I don't like the taste inside. None of it. The the rawer and fresher and more in the shell they are, the better. The, the further from the... Do they come from a vine? Is it a pea vine? Pea bush? It's pea a, tree? Yeah. Peach. It's like a vine. <laughs> yeah. It's all little yeah, curly cues. It's super cute. So you like... Basically, you like pea stuff that is uncooked. So like something that you would eat raw, like a sugar snap or a snow pea. More so. Yeah. If it's on like a dip platter, you've got some cut up carrots on there, broccoli, cauliflower, you might have some snap peas. Okay. They can stay. Yeah, but not, not peas in their more traditional form. What about mushy peas? I still am not a huge fan, but there's so much butter and salt and they're mushed so far, it's, you know, the garlic to it. Yep. It gets further from it. Once again, just a conveyance for butter. <laughs> yeah. I like peas. Me too. That's okay. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. I like salmon. I I guess I'm the only one that kind of likes liver and onions. The onions are great. Just not the yeah, liver. the onions are fine. It's just, it's the cooked together. Can I have the liver and onions, but can you hold the liver? <laughs> and don't cook the onions with the liver? <laughs> All right. Good. See if we have any more time travel related questions. What? <laughs> <laughs> ah, here's my get out of jail free card. As a child, did you ever do something wrong but manage to pin it on your siblings successfully? Oh, you rat fink bastard. <laughs> I don't know if I even remember. And I usually have a pretty good memory for things. Yeah, same. But I've blocked out most things involving my brothers. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) A strongly worded text is coming your way soon. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there are certain things where you're like, ah, sweet, sweet victory, but... None of those for me pertain to like something I got away with. It's usually something I got my sisters in trouble for that they mm-hmm. had actually done. So what you're saying is that you were a toddler. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my parents did think, so my youngest brother, when he learned to write his name, he wrote it on everything, including carving it into a bureau top. And 
my parents said that it did occur to them that it could have been us basically trying to frame him. They said that did that did pass through their minds for a, for a bit. See, my little sister did the same thing, and I feel like she could have blamed us for it if she hadn't blamed her imaginary friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, she made a grave error not saying, you know, me or my older sister did it, instead her imaginary friend did it, and then we were like, well, obviously you did it, so. Yeah. My, my youngest brother was not very good at not getting caught. He liked to sign his work. <laughs> <laughs> also he wasn't very good at lying so <laughs> no i wasn't either i had cousins around but i don't i don't offhand recall any instances of that i do remember i got really angry at my bicycle one time and kicked it and a little plastic piece broke off and my parents asked what it, what happened to it and i said oh i fell in the woods but obviously they saw through it or something so i got in, i got didn't get in trouble for breaking part of the bike i got in trouble for lying so that was a failed failed attempt <laughs> see i think there was more of that than there was trying to pin something on someone else because mom dad could usually work out eventually especially because if they got a separate somebody doesn't keep the story straight <laughs> mm -hmm. prisoner's dilemma man yeah but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, anything. my stuff is more like stuff I got away with. <laughs> One of my, oh, you know what? No, we're not going to put this on the I, podcast. No, it's we're also, we're also not, we're also <laughs> not going to share any of those things. Cause what I have learned is that in our family, you will still get yelled at for something you did. If they find out 20 years later that you did it. Accurate. <laughs> I mean, most of the time it was more all of us doing something and then trying to claim that it wasn't our idea, it was someone else's. Yeah. When we tried to bury my middle brother in the garden, I still stand by that it was his idea. Mom wasn't keen on us digging up the yard. Not the burying your brother under stuff, but the digging up the yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what she said was, couldn't you have dug somewhere that we wanted to have, a, like a flower garden or in the vegetable patch or something like that, rather than just randomly in the yard? Well, that's just smart thinking. <laughs> I think it was less of a blame another person as much as it was a, it wasn't me. Because mm -hmm. mom and dad used to always say that not me did a lot of things in our house. Mm -hmm. Dad used to joke that when he got a hold of whoever this not me is, he's going to punish them. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate parenting with a heavy dose of humor. <laughs> All right, let, let's hop aboard the dirty wench and come back to some questions here. Pirate drink first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, how about, if you had to pick one citrus fruit for the rest of your life, which would it be? Lime. Yeah, I'm between lime and a lemon. Heck, I'll just start making lime squares as long as I can still have margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a simple lady. <laughs> I just use lime in so many different <laughs> drinks. Which I know I, sounds bad, but it's true. I use lemon a lot. Lemon as garnishes, lemon zest. I think I'd have to go with lemon. Because a lot of places where you can use a lime as a garnish or a zest, you can use a lemon. Yeah. And you can make margaritas with lemonade. I've done it before. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the thing. I feel like limes and lemons are pretty... They're pretty interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Heritage Avocado Toast? For me, it's probably lime, but really like orange. Despite the fact that you have those issues with peels. <laughs> Just the peels. There's <laughs> 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 our debut album, Just the Peels. Just the peels. I like I like orange slices. I like large oranges. I like mandarin. I like small oranges, clementine. Mm -hmm. I like orange juice. I like orange flavored candy and drinks. Oh yeah, you are really into orange flavored drinks and things. Yeah, but lime, like orange soda goes on fish and 
sauces and things. I mean, orange makes sauces too, so. Probably lime. Right. I think I'd have to go with lime. Hmm. But I'd be very sad to see the orange go. Throw a little funeral for it. Make sure it's not buried in the flower garden. <laughs> orange, you unglad? Didn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't yeah. get that. It was an effort. <laughs> Feel the strain of that one. Got <laughs> juice. I I just I like that saying. It it wasn't a good effort, but it was an effort. <laughs> you, you tried participation trophy. Bless you. <laughs> Your participation orange. That just harkens back to rec league soccer back in the day. Like, why did they give us oranges at halftime? Because it was, like, supposed to be hydrating, and there's a bit of sugar in them. It's the same reason they give you oranges, well, from what I've heard, when you give blood. I've never actually given blood because I can't give blood, but... Because you're a vampire. I have given blood once and given blood for myself several times, and I've never gotten an orange. Cookies? Yes. Flat Coke? Yes. No oranges. Flat Coke. Yeah. They have to take the carbonation out. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm. I, I, my doctor did explain why, um, but yeah. And also, I feel like they probably just had a large two liter bottle in the- And it just goes flat quite easily. Yeah. Yeah. I think they actually make up the excuse for why, because they don't want to tell you that they just- Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. I was just happy I didn't pass out. That was, that, that was my win for the day. <laughs> All right, let's stick with food. Mm-hmm. Let's go with what is your favorite midnight snack? Oh, this is difficult. Have I been drinking talking, or not? Yeah. Am I coming home drunk? No. Or no, no. Just like it's a normal day. You're not hungover or anything. You just you're up at midnight and you're a little hungry because it, it'd be a very different answer, I think. If what do you crave after a late night of drinking? Mm-hmm. So this is just generic. I haven't had it in a while because they don't really have them in this country. But it was sort of my like main go-to thing, especially at university. It's craisins or chocolate-covered craisins. Oh, mm. those are very good. Especially the Trader Joe's chocolate-covered craisins. Trader Joe's does so many things right. I was like up late studying, then I would be demolishing a container of those. For me, it's popcorn. Not like movie theater butter, like I made too much and I have a bag in the shelf. Or not like smart pop, just like a regular popcorn. Corn, little bit of salt, little bit of oil. That's it. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like the bag stuff, but I'm not keen. I highly oh, recommend no. just popping it yourself. Get some kernels mm-hmm. and either do it if you've got an air popper, great. But if you don't, just on the stove. It's cheaper than buying the mm-hmm. bags. So it's tastier and cheaper. It's healthier. I think the bags also have a fair amount of other chemicals in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. That you don't necessarily need. And you get so many more options if you do it yourself. Yep. So, you know, we've tossed it with Old Bay seasoning. Mm-hmm. We've tossed it with a little bit of butter and Parmesan. Mm-hmm. You've got so many different options. Throw some chocolate candies in there. Yeah. But yeah, I love popcorn. I think mine would probably be um, a piece of cold chicken from the fridge. Hmm. Like you've cooked a bunch of chicken and you just got some extra ones in the fridge. I really like that. Or nachos. Just like some tortilla chips and some of that that delicious orange. Cheese whiz cheese. (laughs) You can just reheat in the microwave quickly. (laughs) Yeah. Just like that. Nothing crazy. No meat. No olives. Just just something to dip in. Or pico de gallo. So like movie theater nachos or ballpark nachos. Yeah. Whoever decided that it would be a good idea to have nachos in a movie theater, though? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, popcorn's not, eh, but even, it's, the sound from the popcorn is more you rummaging around the bag trying to get it out rather than the actual the crunching. crunching of chips. But the nachos is like, <laughs> 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 and here it is, the big reveal as to who the villain is. 
It is amazing how loud movie theater food is. Especially considering how loud a movie theater is. Mm -hmm. The sodas, and then you always get like the the plastic lid on the straw sound. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and like people shaking ice around. All those little candies knocking together. Worst. Oh, I do love me some Junior Mints. Oh my we God, have a yes. similar themed question here. Some what? Junior Mints. Mm-hmm. I prefer snow caps. That segues us nicely into one question. So if we've got time for one more, maybe we'll just end up with um, popcorn or M&Ms or Smarties for UK listeners. M&Ms. Popcorn. Popcorn. No one's going to try to mix them? Oh, are you allowed to wait, mix them? Wait, 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 well, wait, wait. That was not on the table. No, it's not yeah, on the table, but uh, it, it, I mean, no, nobody or. took it there. You asked a question, and I didn't think we were allowed to extrapolate off of that. This is if you're we've, in the movie theater. Why, why do we only have these two options? What kind of cheap movie theater are we going to? Oh, no, this isn't necessarily predicated on being in the movie theater. I it's just, just thought this pop, was popcorn, popcorn came up. Yeah, this is popcorns or uh, M&M's. Okay, I thought this was in the movie theater. See? It sounds like, why... Why do we not have Junior Mints and Swedish Fish in here? Oh my gosh, Junior Because Mints. Swedish yeah. Fish are devil fish. If by devil fish you mean delicious. I think you spelled Swedish it Swedish Fish, peach rings, apple <laughs> rings. Wait, what? <laughs> I think you spelled it wrong. They, you can't chew them. They don't, they don't finish chewing. They taste weird. No, Swedish Fish, no. Oh man, I love a Swedish fish. Mm-hmm. Anything that I can't chew in like two or three bites is there's something wrong with that food. Oh no, I enjoy a good like chew. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. to make that. I love gummy awkward. things. Yeah. You know that I love gummy things. <laughs> is that a debut album? <laughs> that, that, that on album? a t-shirt. Love, oh yeah, on a t-shirt. Yeah, for the merch, I love gummy things. <laughs> you know, like on an amusement park ride, the galleon, where it just goes back and forth. Or similar mm, yep. type. Of, that is what foods that I can't chew quickly are like to me. It becomes what, torture. It's like I'm trapped. This food is now trapped in my mouth and I can't make it Much go away. Screaming. Yeah. But screaming probably would be a choking hazard. So. <laughs> no. I love gummies. Gummies are sort of like, you know, like my go to travel food, which I I have put travel foods or like road trip foods as an as a future podcast. Mm. Um so I won't get too in depth here, but Gummies are for me, like that kind of a... <laughs> Gummies are for me. <laughs> that is a debut album right there. Gummies are for me. <laughs> we had like five debut albums today. <laughs> well, there's, there's, one, there's one other one that's... Okay. Well, do we want to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So would you rather visit a volcano or a rainforest? I'm going with volcano because rainforests are full of bugs. Yeah, but volcano's full of fire. Mm-hmm. Well, this is under the... You, you know that you're safe you're not you know <laughs> right up on the edge of the lip about to fall in like joe versus the volcano i'd go see a volcano the thing about volcanoes is that you don't get to get up close like you're not allowed to be all up in there oh you want to be all it's up not in there. safe oh jeez. i want to see the magma <laughs> i want to see things you want to get in with that hot magma action mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> You love but like it. so that that's kind of a disappointment. So I guess I'd rather be I don't know. I haven't seen a volcano. I've been in the rainforest. And I do enjoy a good waterfall. How about a good lava fall? See, like a lava flow sounds amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I, I I think I have to go with volcano because I've already seen a rainforest. I feel like that's probably a cop out, but here we are. I feel like. I like sort of vistas type of scenic views. Mm-hmm. Windows Vista was pretty good. Uh, 
And I feel like volcanoes fit more into that aesthetic. I do like forests and stuff, though. But yeah, I think I'd have to go with volcano. Clean sweep. Also cold brew kombucha. Between between everything on this episode, you've basically created a dating profile for someone. (laughs) I like gummies vistas. Yes, and now you know where your potential date will take you on yeah. holiday. You know what kind of gift they'll get you on Valentine's Day. And I know what they're going to get me when we go to the movie theater. <laughs> they'll know what to avoid, liver and onions. Just, just for any for any potential dates out there, just so you know, I don't like sharing my candy, so you have to get me a separate box. I feel like that's just logical. Right? Oh, this I, whole, like, oh, let's split this. No, let's not split this. Well, and if it's something that, like, gets melty, suddenly you have... I don't know. I'm kind of an OCD about the whole fingers and food thing. Yeah. So. I like, though, that Heritage Avocado Toast is rolling in his eyes because we had this discussion the other day. Sometimes it's okay to share things. I wanted cheese fries. Okay. No, th- no, I did not want no, half your fries. No, you didn't, but... <laughs> I wanted one or two, and I had one or two. Step off. I love that photo of a menu where one of the sides is my girlfriend's not hungry, and it's an order of fries. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, th- I mean, I will share food, like sharing plates. I'm fine. Like if I'm going to mm-hmm. brunch with someone who really likes to share, I'm fine. If I order pancakes, they order some eggs, Benny, and we do a swap with half of them. But it's just something about like in a box or a bowl that like, we don't need to do that together. There's also, I feel like times when <sighs> there's just certain times when you kind of want to be a little selfish mm-hmm. and lobster is a good one. Yeah. No sharing lobster. But somebody's like, oh, well, why don't we split it? And it's just like, oh, I didn't want to. But I feel like if I say no, now I'm going to look selfish, mm-hmm. especially when you're watching a movie and there's that sort of like curling up with whatever you're eating and not that whole like having to reach across each other and yeah. Also the judgment zone of being like you ate your popcorn that fast or I made it through an entire box of junior mints, an extra large junior box of junior mints all my by myself. Yeah. I don't want to have to think about how much I have to They're eat. They're just too sugary. Well, and snow caps though. Having grown up with two brothers, it is very difficult for me sometimes, and I love my brothers, but you know them. Mm-hmm. It is very difficult for me sometimes to remember that it's not a race <laughs> and that if I take my time, I'm not going to not get any of the food. Because when you were growing up with two boys, especially my brothers are bigger than me. I am the short one of the family. And they did that whole sprout up really fast in teenage years and ate literally everything in the house. And so it, in your head, there's food in the fridge that you wanted or you go out for something, or you order something, and it does become like a, if you don't eat it now, it's going to be gone type of mentality. And it is hard to break that <laughs> when you grow up that way. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, my parents didn't starve us or anything. It was just that my brothers will eat whatever is there. It's like a challenge to them. Mom used to say it was dangerous to go out for sushi with us because everyone's like, you could lose a hand to all the chopsticks that were just like flying about. <laughs> That's fair. I think sushi, I mean, I know you're talking about like, the big boats mm-hmm. and stuff. and I mean, that can be fun, but uh, the more opinions and people you get in on that, I think the better it is to just get your own, especially because I know it's more cost effective. But like sushi preferences vary wildly person to person. Mm-hmm. So you'll end up with one person that likes a quarter of the boat, but not the rest. And then they're kind of left out and they don't. Yeah, 
Which this is, was yeah. never a I think, problem uh, su- we had. Sushi is a personal experience. <laughs> well, <laughs> can there was ever any part of it that was unliked? Well, like the Toro, for example. I'm probably not going to get the Toro. Oh. I just don't care for the super fatty tuna as much as most people do. You included. I but. once announced that I was going to leave him and marry the Toro. Yeah. <laughs> It's a serious threat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Should we wrap it up then? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. Well, that concludes our, our Q&A talk for today. Thanks for coming along. The price of admission will be billed to you later. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, though, please give us a rating, follow us on social, and head on over to the blog at hipsteratthome.co.uk. Take care for now. Bye. Bye. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. What are you guys drinking tonight? Trying to do my intro. <laughs>